Are you buying or selling the insane amount of hype around Steelers wide receiver George Pickens? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. You can check her out on Twitter at Kate Majuk. Kate, today we're taking a look at three, we're going to call them preseason superstars, where the hype has gotten a little bit out of control. And I want to know if you're buying or selling these players. Let's start with your guy, George Pickens from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just if you're if you're on Twitter at all over the last month or so, you know the hype that's gone on around George Pickens. Crazy highlight catches, scored a touchdown in the first game of the preseason. Now we have Ryan Clark from ESPN saying he's more talented than Justin Jefferson. Are you buying or selling the hype? I'm selling, Marcus. Come on. Like this is getting out of control, folks. So like fun, fun fact, guys, we were literally talking about planning our show for the morning and Marcus sends me this text and he says, let's talk about like players we think are overhyped or underhyped or like, you know, overhyped, underhyped. And I was literally hitting publish on an article that that was titled is the George Pickens hype going too far. I was like, we are on the same page here, guys. George Pickens, fantastic receiver, like so talented. And he was the wide receiver one before he tore his ACL at Georgia. Mm -hmm. He was like projected to be this wide receiver one of his class. Like, you know, I I think the fact that he returned so quickly from a torn ACL, I think it was like nine months after um, returned to game play, didn't look quite himself. um, and, And I think that like, you know, took a hit to his draft stock a little bit. Like if he never returned to the field, you could continue to leave that like, what if, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, 800 receiving yards as a rookie, four receiving touchdowns. He was the only wide receiver to actually catch a touchdown um, in the Steelers' offense entirely. Um, but you look at you know the contested catches, uh, tied for the third most contest- contested catches last year. Like he he does all the highlight reel things really really well, but. My question is, like, what does he do in between those things? He hasn't gotten a whole lot of separation, just generally speaking, averaging 2.4 yards of separation, uh, you know, on average. And looking at, you know, receivers that have had or that had over 800 receiving yards in 2022, uh, there was only one wide receiver to average less uh, separation just on average, and that was DK Metcalf. Um, but there were a lot of wide receivers to exceed 800 receiving yards. And that was the only player with less separation uh, on average than George Pickens. And like, you're not going to be in a position to make contested catches all the time. If you're not, if you're creating enough separation, right? So like the stat line is flashy and so are the catches, but you don't really want him to be in a position where he has to make contested catches. Like, I know that's what he's good at, but I I want to see him make every down plays before we can start, you know, christening him the, the next 
Justin Jefferson. And if that's a ceiling, I'll be very happy as a Steelers fan. Now the ADP is interesting. So like the, the, you know, we get updated ADP from dynasty league football once a month. Um, so like we haven't seen really the, the training camp effect take place, um, you know, month over month, we've seen a decline in George Pickens mm-hmm. ADP. Where do you think it ends up after all of this hype, after that preseason touchdown, what are we going to see moving forward? I think it depends on your league. That's the best way that I could say, because I think if you look at ADP over the last, and you saw the data, right? Over the last three or four months, it's actually declined. And if you go over to underdog, which is a redraft league, and I know we don't cover redraft league here, but it's not like his price has risen a ton on underdog either. He's still wide receiver 37. He's only moved up three total spots over the last month and a half, which is basically nothing. That's more just because a couple of guys have dropped out due to injury. Kid, I kind of think I'm buying the hype because it just hasn't got to a price where I'm not comfortable drafting him. But I will, to answer your question, I think in like home leagues, especially like where we're from, if you live like near Pennsylvania or Ohio, he's going to be so expensive. He's going to be a top 25 receiver. Like this is the way he's going to be drafted as, but an underdog or in your dynasty leagues, I just, I just don't think he's being valued the same way yet. I, I, I think it definitely probably depends on your league. Probably depends if you have a Steelers fan, not named me because I'm not buying the hype. Um, again, like, you know, it, even, you know, looking at the, it's so funny, Marcus, because you look at the play, right? And like you, you see Deontay Johnson making some really nice plays right alongside George Pickens, yeah. but they're not as flashy. They're not as sexy. So he's not getting the the highlight grabs. But you know what? Like, despite the fact that George Pickens had the the 33-yard touchdown in week one of the preseason, it was Deontay Johnson that had three of Pickett's seven total targets yep. in that game. Like, yep. Deontay Johnson is not going anywhere and that's what for makes my me money for my money I, I think Deontay Johnson is the must much better value Deontay Johnson a much better route runner um, I think he's going to be able to to create openness and separation on a much more consistent basis than George Pickens is the ceiling higher for George Pickens yes but would I be surprised if you know over the next two seasons when Deontay Johnson is under contract if he exceeds Pickens in catch, uh, like number of catches, number of receiving yards. Absolutely not. And that's where yep. I, I think Deontay Johnson actually ended up being a huge winner for me this week, just seeing that target distribution. I just still look at George Pickens' dynasty value, but I, I agree with everything you said. He, again, wide receiver 37. You look at some of the receivers that are being drafted ahead of him right now, like Keenan Allen, wide receiver 31. Like, tell me, explain to me why you would draft. Sorry, he's 31 years old. He's wide receiver 36. Why would you draft Keenan Allen over George Pickens in your dynasty league? That I don't know. Um, okay. I like I, I get maybe win now situations. I'll give you another one. I, I I'm a massive Amari Cooper fan. I've always been an Amari Cooper fan. Amari Cooper's going as wide receiver 30. I would just rather gamble on George Pickens, who's eight years younger than Amari Cooper, who. <laughs> did not play super great with the, with Deshaun Watson last year. We we've heard some mixed reviews about Watson in camp right now. Amari also has a history of injuries. I just to me, I, I would just rather gamble on George Pickens, you know, with his arrow going up. While I think Amari's is either you know kind of plateaued or maybe even slightly going down a little bit. 
Yeah, I, that's that's another, I think, solid example where I'd actually like even me, George Pickens skeptic would be in on George Pickens. Where, where I have an issue, like if if he starts going ahead of players like Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Judy, DJ Moore, that's wide receiver 23, 24, 25. That's when I think it's gotten too high. But I think anytime after that, like I think you can have a really good argument about Amari Cooper versus George Pickens or Chris Godwin versus George Pickens. That's to me where I, I still see I still see him as a value despite all the hype game. I I think that's fair. Um it, it I'm really gonna be watching his ADP very closely heading into you know the next couple of months. Sure. Um just to see how this how this moves out because I so far um and maybe I'm like a little bit more inundated with that that Possibly. hype as yeah. as the Steelers. Well, plug uh, your work first of human. all as the yeah. uh, the managing editor of the uh, behind the steel curtain. Uh, yeah, as as managing editor of behind the steel curtain, you're right. I need to plug myself there more often. Um, yeah, uh, Steelers SB Nation site. I, I think you know maybe I'm just like. You're in it more, right? Penny. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I'm like, and honestly, I'm I I I don't like diving in um, when I. I think if it's if this kind of stuff starts to happen like early on in the regular season, I think that's when you'll see his dynasty value and ADP shoot right up. Kate, I want to talk about a running back in Buffalo who's gotten a ton of positive press over the last couple of weeks. Next. This episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off their first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, and enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Again, that is Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. On tomorrow's show, we're going to answer some of your Twitter questions, and we're going to talk about a preseason game that we have tonight, uh, Eagles-Browns, so make sure you tune in for that. Okay, let's talk about James Cook, who is one of the biggest risers right now, at least in redraft leagues, uh, according to uh, Underdog Fantasy, which we we absolutely love. In the last week, we've even seen him rise up a half a round in Underdog ADP. I know earlier in the year he was going like in the hundreds. Now he's going at 83rd overall. Uh, are you buying him from a dynasty perspective though? I'm selling. And I, I don't know. Um, that kind of feels like it might be a a bold take to me, but I'm not sure. Maybe that's like a temperature check for you, Marcus. Um, I, I'm selling and it, it largely comes down to the fact that like this offense is centered around the passing game. And I think there's a lot of upside there with cook, but I I just don't think there's a a high enough emphasis on the run. There's not enough targets to go to the running back for me in order to to justify his ADP. He's going right now, RB 24, which I think is fine, but I want to know like, what is the, 
what is the ceiling for James Cook? Like, I, I think in order for him to live up to his ADP on a weekly basis, you're going to need for him to break off a 40-plus yard run and fall into the end zone every week. Uh, that that scares me a little bit. And I, I don't know that there are a lot of running backs, you know, being drafted around him that I would prefer. But at this point, I would rather move on from James Cook, who is being very, very well hyped um, and, you know, maybe move that for another asset like a, a receiver or a, uh, a tight end like that. You know, I, I'd rather get some value maybe out of other positions even than I would hold James Cook at this point. Like, do I think he's going to finish ahead of RB24? Absolutely. But is he going to raise the overall ceiling of your team? I don't think so. And I, I don't think it's going to be a easy path to RB24 wherever he finishes. I think it's going to be a lot of ups and downs that are going to hurt you on a weekly basis. Again, I'm I'm buying the hype here. I hate to always disagree with you on this on these because we rarely disagree, but I'm buying the hype for one reason. And I, I think he's really good. And I don't really love the running backs behind him. It's Damian Harris and Latavius Murray. We know Naham Hines is out for the year with the, the injury. There's just not really anybody on this team that can catch passes out of the backfield. And I know that part of it's going to be a little up and down, right? That's I'm, limited, though. Right. That's definitely limited. What if he just gets 75% of the rushing work for this team outside of Josh Allen? I, I, I meant for the running backs. Like he's getting consistently 15 carries a week on top of what's a conservative amount, amount of receptions? Three? Does that, does that seem about right? I think it's a little high. I still, I still feel like that's a little high. Yeah. All right. Um, say, it's, say it's two, right? So he's getting 15 carries and he's getting two receptions a game. On, a, on an offense that I think is going to be absolutely outstanding, if you can lock me into 17 touches every single week, I, I think I think he's got a chance to finish as a high-end RB1 this year. Oh, sorry, high-end RB2. I, I apologize. High-end RB2. Whoo, that almost got yeah. really spicy. Yeah, high-end RB2. Yeah, I, I definitely – I understand the, the upside, right? This is going to be an offense that scores a lot of points. The running back position is, in particular, at an advantage when you have – a mobile quarterback like Josh Allen in the mix, but like the bills, they haven't had a running back exceed 190 carries dating back to 2017. Marcus, that's yeah. been a long time. LaShawn McCoy was the last running back to have 190 carries in a single season. LaShawn McCoy. I, I like, just, part of me wonders like, is James Cook just the most talented running back they've had since LaShawn McCoy? And maybe we just see that, play out in the season where okay hey he's so much better than Damian Harris and Latavius Murray that we've got to find a way to get him into our game plan every week because he's one of our top three or four offensive players I think that's fine I, I have concerns again Dalton Don Kincaid playing out of the slot he's gonna get his share of targets um you know Cook's breakaway speed top end but like even Damian Harris though I think he's he doesn't have a, a candle on on James Cook I do think he could have the edge in terms of, of the red zone. He scored 15 of his 20 rushing touchdowns over the last two seasons inside the 10. That's where he's thrived. Like, I think the Bills would probably be silly to to lean on James Cook in the red zone where that's that's going to be your most valuable running back touch there is right there in the red zone. And uh, that I, I will say that's – 
I'm that's a my biggest fear today. That, that's my biggest fear is that he has one of those Miles Sanders years where it's a thousand yards, but zero touchdowns because the quarterback and another running back gobbles that all up. I do think he's got just more touchdown potential because I think he can be used as a receiver. And I think he's a good enough goal line back. But if there's one thing that's preventing me from like moving him up inside the top 18 or so running backs, it's that. However, Kate, one of the reasons why I'm buying the hype is because, I, again, I think the price is still so reasonable. Even though it's gone up in each of the last three months on Dynasty League football, he's still being drafted as RB24 behind players like Cam Akers, who was almost out of the league last year. The Rams tried to trade him and nobody wanted him. Uh, Rashad White with Tampa Bay, which I think that offense is just going to stink. I've uh, got Miles Sanders as RB19. J.K. Dobbins has 500 rushing yards over the last two seasons. And he's still not 100% healthy. Like, I would just take a shot on James Cook over all of those players. I mean, the upside's there. So, I... You just don't like James Cook. It. That's fine. Just say that you don't I like, like No, no, I like James Cook. It's just, it's a lot of hype, I think, for for the, the bumpy road. I, I just think this offense runs through Josh Allen, and it's going to be really, really hard to find consistent production outside of Josh Allen. Sure. There's another running back, Kate, uh, out on the East Coast that's really turning heads at camp. We will get to him next. All right, Kate, on underdog fantasy right now, one of the biggest risers over the last month and a half is Kenneth Gainwell, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. In fact, in the last week, he has seen his ADP rise by 17 spots on Dynasty League football that tends to lag a little bit behind, as you can see in this graph, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube right now. His ADP is still very, very low. But is he somebody that you are buying the hype on? Because it sounds like he's got a, a chance to be the lead back here. Kind of. And, like, I know this is weird for me to – this This is, like, the one player I'm buying hype on. But I think it comes back to the the draft capital, the lack of risk. I do think – Kenneth Gainwell, we're going to see his, you know, overall, you know, redraft stock jump a little bit more than his dynasty stock. I don't expect the needle to move a whole ton in dynasty, but uh, all considerations, you know, I, I think, you know, we saw DeAndre Swift get the the start, um, you know, with Marcus Mariota, um, you know, played a few snaps, looked great. They took him out. It was Rashad Penny after that, but Rashad Penny stuck around another two full drives after the starters were off the field, which I don't think is a great sign, especially for a running back that has that significant in injury history, right? Like if you are projecting him as a, a centerpiece of this offense, then I, I can't picture you keeping him on the field any longer yep. than you have to given his history. So that that's a concern. Kenneth Gainwell got the night off, but like it's throughout training camp that we've seen reports that Kenneth Gainwell is consistently running with the ones and, and he's looked really good. Um, you know, that, that, you know, role that Deandre Swift is set to play, you know, lining up all around the formation as a receiver, blah, blah, blah. Like that's fine. You know, Jalen hurts again, one of these rushing quarterbacks that I don't think is going to target the running back position mm -hmm. a whole lot. Um, Kenneth Gainwell is is very interesting just considering his ADP. I mean, he's you know coming out of Memphis, ranked 77th percentile in the 40-yard dash, 
Um, he's a, he's a fine athlete, like, you know, nothing to, to write home about a little bit on the, um, you know, shorter side, but mm-hmm. he's, he's bulky. Like he's got, um, you know, he's five, eight, but he's, he's over 200 pounds. Like he's got a little bit more meat on the bones. So yeah, I think there's, there's something there and he's, he's not a bad value for where he's being drafted right now in dynasty startups. Uh, this might surprise you, but I'm going to buy the hype again on the third straight <laughs> player. And here's why. I think he's good. Like, that's really all it is. It's like, I, I just believe in the talent. Bold take. I, I, RB53, I by the way, in Dynasty yeah, Startups. My, my goodness. And I, don't, and I don't trust DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny to stay healthy. So I could see them just being like, hey, we're going to play Gainwell as our quote-unquote RB1. And we'll rotate in the other two guys. And, you know, hey, if they stay healthy, that's great. But if not we're not really relying on them a lot. I, I just think Kenneth Gainwell is going to have a big role again on an offense that I think could be the highest scoring in the league. That's going to have a lot of touchdown potential because they're going to be in the red zone so often. And we got a report. I think it was a couple days ago that Kenneth Gainwell, not Deandre Swift has been the player that they've been using in that third down and two minute role, which is the most valuable role in fantasy. I'm buying Kenneth Gainwell because, again, the price is so, so cheap right now. Yeah, and I think a lot of that that pricing has to do just with a little bit of hesitancy and, like, trusting the situation in Green Bay. But, again, Kenneth Gainwell being drafted behind these other running backs that I, I think have a, a lower percent chance of actually seeing a, a significant role with this team. Like, Kenneth Gainwell, he is, you know, like, they, they brought these – two new running backs in. And I think we all kind of thought like, okay, this is them trying to answer that question of like, what is the future of the, the Eagles rushing offense outside of Jalen hurts? Well, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, seeing Boston Scott out, like seeing, you know, Kenneth Gainwell out, like for what he's done, um, you know, relatively he's, he's been fine. Um, You know, led the team, uh, all, all the running backs last year in yards per route run, wasn't like overly elusive in his opportunities, but still got it done. Um, you know, 10 rushes of 10 plus or sorry, seven rushes of 10 plus rushing yards. Um, you know, like it, he was, he wasn't bad. Like he was a good player. He was, yeah, he was just a, a, a solid player overall average 4.5 yards per attempt. Um, I, I think, you know, in this offense, the more work that he's going to get, um, the less and less I'm inclined to trust DeAndre Swift. And overall, you know, you look at Kenneth Gainwell and he's the best value of the bunch. So that, that value is going to be a, a key part of me buying into Kenneth Gainwell yeah. as a dynasty asset. Just to recap, I'm buying the hype on George Pickens. Kate's a little bit more uh, pessimistic there. Again, James Cook, I'm buying the hype because I still like the price tag. I think Kate, again, a little bit more pessimistic that he's going to get the goal line work and be a somebody that you can rely on week to week moving forward in your dynasty leagues. But we do agree on Kenneth Gainwell. The price is still so cheap despite all of the hype, despite his price rising a little bit on dynasty league football, but a lot on underdog. So yes. go out, get Kenneth Gainwell now, stash him on your bench, and just wait and see what happens because – He's on a fantastic offense. He's talented. Uh, and he's, you know, the running back that's at least has a little bit of experience in that offense. So go get Kenneth Gainwell. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen of the day. Every day or so. Again, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the preseason game that's happening tonight and answer your Twitter questions. So make sure that you send them in. 
We are free and available on all platforms. Go check us out on YouTube. Go follow Kate on Twitter, at Kate Majuk. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow.